0: Hello, my jingle jangles and ho ho hos. Uh, welcome to the plot is optional podcast. I'm Allie, and this is the second episode of our holiday smut extravaganza. Um, <laughs> where we're going to uh read holiday smut all month long and i'm going to be joined by my other friends who have podcasts or podcast related adventures um today i'm joined by anastasia of horror versus reality um i know you have another one as well correct
1: i have two other ones actually
0: go ahead tell us all about it
1: Okay, um, my other ones are Attack of the Killer Objects, which is a podcast all about killer object horror movies. Oh, nice.
0: Um,
1: yep. I do it twice a... Yes, done an episode on that already. (laughs) Um, but yeah, there's way more of those out there than you would think there are. Um, and I noticed that a couple years ago and just decided... I want to watch everyone that exists, and it's been a really fun ride. Some of them I had already seen; some are new. Um, it's always fun. It's it's very lighthearted. And then the other one I just started a few months back with my friend Kate, who is a Canadian. Not <laughs> that has anything to do with it, but um, we bonded over our love of weird movies. So it's all about weird film. So that, you know, transcends genres, but if it makes you go, what the fuck did I just watch? Then it's perfect for our podcast.
0: Yeah, that's the stuff I like.
1: Yeah. You should Um, come on.
0: Ooh, yeah. um, Yeah, just last night, I was uh, recording with Swampflix, and uh, we um, were talking about I mean you 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 all probably already talked about it, but we just talked about Moon Garden last night, which my friend was saying like made him go what the fuck a couple of times and I was like, Yep, that was a weird one.
1: Uh, it's That's definitely a weird one. It's definitely weird talked one. about it yet.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one.
1: Um, Part of how we do our show, um, is we have we each have a bag that has films that we want to talk about in them, just, like, listed, and we literally randomly drop them.
0: Ooh, nice.
1: Yeah, so, we're at the ones of our own, uh, hands, I guess.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's a chance. Today we are not talking about weird film. We are talking about weird books! Uh, Yes. (laughs) We're gonna talk about today... Uh, uh, Dasher. The um, it's a impreg uh shift reindeer shifter holiday romance, omega verse. Um, it is by Lorelei M. Hart and Colby Dunbar, which I've never read anything uh, by them before. So, um, okay. I'm I I, this is this is our first time I'm reading by them. I don't know if they always uh write things like this. Um I would be curious to know because sometimes these people like they write these things and like this is their niche, this is what their genre. Um which is always fascinating to me.
1: This
0: this is what you chose. Um But yes, so in this book. Um, Well, okay, I guess we have to talk about a couple of concepts before we uh, jump right in. Um, Impreg is pretty self-explanatory. It's a male pregnancy, um, Mm -hmm. which in like, you know, non-sexist senses is, is, you know, trans-inclusive or whatever. But in this book, it's like... (laughs) Cis men can be pregnant They don't really explain How it works Which we'll Not get into <laughs> Which we'll get into um, The second concept Which I think feeds into that a little bit Is uh, The Omegaverse aspect of it You Do you know About the Omegaverse I know it's kind of like a thing A lot of people on the internet Are aware of at this point
1: um. Um. So. I think. I think I'm learning about this for the first time as <laughs> we. Oh. Okay. Um, okay. I figured out some context clues, kind of what's going on there, but do tell. Okay.
0: So this is a whole genre of like fantasy paranormal romance that's like just bloomed and I don't know. Maybe it's it has it's not really new, I don't think. But like it's pretty popular. And like the idea is very taken from, you know, that horrible science thing about, you know, alphas, omegas and all that, which, you know, if you know any science, that is not accurate. Um but usually in these universes there are alphas there are omegas and uh alphas you know of course are you know in charge alpha whatever but they also usually have a knot <laughs> which is like basically at the base of their dicks they have a fold uh, that uh locks you in during uh, sex because you know of breeding so, like, a lot of uh, Omegaverse is to do with a uh, breeding kink, which we've, me and my friend Ashley talked about on here before, how, like, I never really understood the breeding kink at all. Um, but, me but But it's a thing. Um, like, as someone who works with kids I and does not want them, I'm like, oh, I can't. I don't understand. Um, but we talked about it a little bit and how it seems like to be another case of like like, female fantasy being the saddest things in the world, Um, which is part mm. of me reading those books is being like, oh, this is such a tragedy. Like, what are men doing that like the hottest thing to a lady is to want to commit to the point of having a kid? You know, like oh.
1: uh Yeah. I'm
0: uh, so young. Yeah. So it's it's kind of uh one of those things is what we kind of settled upon is the idea of, you know, commitment and uh all of that. Um but okay. there has to be more to it than that. I, I I'm always gonna assume that kinks are kinkier than just that, but I do think that is aspect of it.
1: Um, okay. Can I just say that you just cleared up so much for me, knowing that that's like a concept with very specific uh, trends? Um Because yeah. every time I read the word not, I thought they were just, you know, trying to find another word for dick. No,
0: <laughs> no. Uh, okay, yeah, no.
1: That's a little more sense now. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is the- that's the not that we are talking about here. Um it is like in the fantasy world, uh, if you say not, people know what you're talking about, usually. Uh in the romance world, uh, which is really funny if you're like new to it and you're like, what are they talking about? And then you find out and you're like, oh okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where I'm that's where I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> oh okay. Um, oh okay. And then you find it everywhere. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, fine. Um, So, yes, the Omegaverse part of this, uh, it's um, usually, you know, so, like, oftentimes it's used to, like, critique sort of gender society roles. Sometimes it's just toxic as hell and plays right into it. There's a lot of different takes on it, and it feels like every different, like, author who writes in it has a different take on it. So... so yeah, some of them I've read and enjoyed, and some of them I've had to stop halfway through, because I'm like, this is just this is just some sexist bullshit parading as a romance novel, because I I don't know, some people want to be objectified, I guess. I uh, uh, will think... What
1: I said. There's a cake for everything.
0: There's a cake for everything. Yes, uh, that is yeah. true. And that is the other thing you learn um, when you read these books. Uh, so yes, uh, that is um, one part of it. Uh, yep, pretty big I part really, of it. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 a pretty big part of um, the male pregnancy stuff because many of the books uh, that I've read feature like male omegas and some books it's like oh they're really rare and some books it's just like oh that's just life um so i would say usually they are female um and it is usually presented with the purpose of being bred Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: so yeah that is the omegaverse in this case we don't really have a whole lot of lady characters, um, and it's mainly men, and there's a lot of pregnant men, actually, mm-hmm. in this. They just, mm-hmm. they just jump in right off the bat. So we start out at the North Pole with our titual uh, reindeer shifter, um, and... I say the word shifter, and I realized the other day that some people have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, This is a person that can shift forms from, like, an animal. Um, There are some that are more ridiculous, um, but we'll get into those one day here. In this case, this is a man who can shift into a reindeer that can fly. And Mm -hmm. he is part of this family line, the Dasher family line of, you know, that kind of Dasher of the Santa's reindeer sled. And <laughs> there are, uh, like, a whole bunch of Santas. Santas galore. Um, because... I like how they
1: typically mention uh, Santa 69 at one point.
0: Yeah, they do mention Santa 69. Um, mm-hmm. I hope that Santa really enjoys that.
1: I bet uh, he does. <laughs>
0: The dad joke Santa, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. it, would, it would have to be that guy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so there's a bunch of different Santas. Uh, Dasher is one of the reindeer. Uh, he is kind of a grouchy workaholic. Um, and he, so the other part is that this is part of a series that a bunch of authors put together that each... Feature A different one of Santa's reindeer Um And it's all in the same like concept And like little world It all features male pregnancy It's It's a wild thing For these authors to have gotten Together and been like you know what we're Releasing we're gonna release a whole Collection Of Santa reindeer Male pregnancy uh OmegaVerse fiction, and that is part of the reason why I chose this because I was like, well, we can't read the whole thing, but I am absolutely fascinated by this concept. I cannot deal with the fact that, yeah, like I said, just a bunch of authors decided, yeah, this is our idea. Um, this year, yeah, that's
1: kind of mind blowing. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah this year the one that came out that was mind blowing um and they're still not all out is uh there's a collection of like twelve books that are um like a uh, christmas uh tentacle themed romance
1: so not lots, it. Of
0: aliens. lots of aliens mm. in that one um yeah. So, yeah, it it seems like every year is kind of another excuse for people to go a little bit insane with their work, Um, (laughs) which is part of uh, this holiday spectacular. because I'm just like, oh, man, these people, their commitment to the bit (laughs) is commendable. Um,
1: Totally. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I I I think about this a lot especially given the amount of uh holiday books I've read this year is just
1: <laughs>
0: my brain is ruined. Uh my mind is fried and I'm here to ruin everybody else's time. Uh not really. I enjoy it. I try I was picky. I was picky with the ones I picked this year. Um some of them were not did not make the cut because they weren't good. But um this one I think made the cut for me because of that weird concept, because it is just so odd. Just all around. And it's also very hallmark. So while being odd and everything, it's very hallmark, which is strange. Um so I was
1: thinking that myself. It's like if the Hallmark movie made a furry film in conjunction with like minutes
0: kind of yeah yeah <laughs> very yes it's 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 like that um and yeah. yeah it's um it's a weird one so yeah dasher's a workaholic he gets this email from uh was it Santa62 he emails him or Santa15? I never remember. Anyway. Uh, Am I wrong? Yeah, there's too many Santas. Anyway, um, Santa email him and they've made this collective decision that everybody's taking a holiday break. Everybody's going on vacation. We work too much, even though it's like, you know, two weeks from Christmas. So uh, for some reason, I feel like Santa just. Lives off of that mad dash. Um,
1: some people born <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, like we said, there's a kink for everything, including uh, Santa wanting to rush around everywhere all the time, um, rather than preparing in advance. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so. He gets this uh he gets his vacation and he decides, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go on vacation, I'm gonna go somewhere sunny, I'm gonna be on the beach. And really his uh vacation itinerary gets uh mixed up and he ends up going to this family owned mountain resort. Um meanwhile, our other male lead, Byron, has just gotten laid off from his job at a start off startup. His uncle owns this uh, family resort mountain thing, and, uh, yeah. He decides to, uh, go there and, you know, tuck his tail and head back home, in a way. Uh, and that is where our two characters encounter each other, is at this, uh, resort owned by, um, Byron's uncle. Um,
1: yeah. So, so the resort, it it reminds me of like a Christian Christmassy version of the Jewish resorts that are in like the Poconos, like from Den *Dancing*.
0: I did not know this was actually that's a thing. Oh my gosh! Sorry, I I do not. Um... Do not call it the New
1: York York State, so (laughs) yeah, that's fair, but yeah, that's the
0: family that does uh going to resorts or
1: anything. Well, it was okay, I think high popularity was like the 50s and it was largely Jewish families. Oh, yes, 100%. I think
0: wow. Well, I mean, that's kind of what it makes it sound like is that this resort is fallen out of popularity and they specifically like mentioned theme parks which have been like a thing forever so um you know i i i'd buy that that this was uh just a weird take on that but with christmas i don't know yeah.
1: it seems weird because like why would you want to come to this resort instead of like being with your family, or why would you want to bring your family here instead so of you're at your own house? I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, um... I guess,
0: you know, just getting away and going to the mountains and having a place to stay where they feed you and do bingo and make bad jokes while doing it, bingo? Uh,
1: it sounds kind of like just, like a, like, a collect... Yeah, I don't know. It sounds kind of like it's just, like, a collection of lonely people who don't have families to go there?
0: yeah i was gonna say it does seem like at this point in the resorts uh thing that it is a lot of older people Mm. and uh yeah people who've gone there since they were really young basically uh
1: it probably used to go there as children at the height of its popularity
0: it what sorry
1: I'm sorry. I said they probably went there like as kids at during the height of its popularity yeah. and just couldn't leave it behind.
0: Yes. Yeah. It it definitely seems like that. Um, which is interesting given the age of Byron's uncle. I don't know. Pretty weird. Uh, yeah. So
1: uh... I mean, there's a lot of things in this book that don't make like scientific sense so (laughs) yeah
0: yeah we're not we shouldn't try and uh make sense of this book in that way but it is um it is very uh yeah like i said hallmark you know like this busy workaholic goes to take his vacation and it got messed up and so now he's stuck at this mountain but wait there's a really hot guy um So, yeah, they, like, have this, uh, meet cute where, uh, yeah, Dasher's, like, changing a light bulb and, uh, you know, up on there and, I don't know, it's, it's just so much,
1: it's just so much, um. We should note, obviously, that, um, somehow, through the magic of, I don't know... The online fuckery, or Santa fuckery, elf fuckery, that he ends up at the wrong place. He would not want to go to this mountain or resort. He was supposed to be on a beach, and now he's here instead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now he's here instead, uh, and he immediately, uh, did a whole other, uh, trope we have, and recognizes, uh, Byron as his mate. Uh, which, you know, faded mates, that's that's a self-explanatory one that I feel like most people know what that yeah. means. Like, oh, this is yeah. And of course, usually it's by like feeling or scent or like something like that in this case, since it's, it's shifters, it's by his smell, which that's always been a weird one to me. Um like I accept I <laughs> I accept uh the like faded Mate books. Fairly uncritically in some ways. Um, but in other ways I'm just like, the smell <laughs> that's not what I want to hear why somebody would want to meet me. Like, oh, I like the way you smell like you belong to me. I don't I I don't know. It's a weird, weird one I'm, that I always like to do. I
1: <laughs> I'm revealing something about myself here, but I uh I sort of understand.
0: No, no, that's uh-huh. okay. I mean, I always—I okay. would rather people tell me, like, "No, you're wrong," and here's what it is. And I'm like, okay, okay, I
1: get just it. okay. And in, in, in a real world situation, the closest analog to that. Um, so I've never been into this—the smell, uh, like the the smell of a person, really. Like, I never can't, like, you know, usually if I could smell the sweat of people I'm dating, I'm like, oh, there's like a shower in But, uh, my partner, um, when he, like, plays, like, a, you know, a really stressful video game, like Escape from Tarkov or something, um, it will emit just, like, the most foul, like, sweat smell that on anyone else, I would be so repulsed. But yeah. I want to, like, lean into the funk almost on him. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. That's the best way I can explain it.
0: <laughs> no, I, I I get it. I get that. No, you're right. But, like, it makes sense, but it just is, like... It's always...
1: It's kind of weird, I get it.
0: <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's always... It, I don't know. It's always, like... I think a lot of authors, like, expect people to think it's like so romantic and for me i'm just like i don't know i guess you smell good you know, uh,
1: you know what it makes me think of though it makes me think of twilight <gasps>
0: yes <laughs> you're so right because he yeah it's he wants to
1: cover like. yeah he's gonna cover his nose because he smells her so strongly <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and he likes her smell so much
1: um, i saw you a funny quick aside um, my friend that's been on my podcast many times, Olivia, she's such a huge Twilight fan that, um, just for shits and giggles, I sent her a little, like, photo print of a Edward, like a still from the movie where he's covering his nose, for her to put in her bathroom.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I only uh, read most of the book. Um I keep saying that out of like morbid curiosity I'm gonna watch the movies. I haven't yet.
1: Um uh, I've only seen the first one. I I know more about it from the in from the internet than I do from at my actual idols. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. that's the same. Like I said, I've I read most of the first one, but then after that I I have not. So I I can't say
1: I've actually read the books, because one of my friends bet me that I wouldn't when I was in college, and I was like, I could use the money. I'll read it. (laughs) So I've read read all of them. They're not great, but I hear the the movies are so, like, ridiculous that that's why they have such kind of a cult following. Like, I'm sure... Like, I think some people earnestly love them, but I think a lot of people kind of ironically love them.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it is, it's that nice blend of uh, ironic love and, like, true, like, enjoyment. Uh, when it comes to it's just based off the people I know, it's very like a, yeah, it's it's one of those beautiful mixes where you're like, "I did love this ironically, and now I just love it. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's that way for a lot of people <laughs>
0: yeah, which I, I I always love when that happens, and you're just it's it's fascinating. It, like we really can tell our brains enough that we like a thing and start to like it. um. Just great. That's what happened
1: with the killer object uh things. I was kind of making fun of them at first, and now I do have a real soft space in my heart for killer object films now. <laughs>
0: that makes sense. Uh I mean yeah. they that I don't know. I love that. It sounds it sounds like a lot of fun, just generally. Um
1: It's a lot of fun. You should watch one and come on one day.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh
1: Yeah, let's get back to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, we could get back on topic. We are at the resort now. They have uh, uh, me cute. And yeah, Dasher's basically like, that guy's fine. He's mine. And uh, I'm going to flirt with him. And yeah, I mean, it's pretty mutual right off the bat, which is interesting. Because I feel like a lot of the times it's either like one of them like ignoring the other or like but no they they keep it soft and like sweet like right off the bat which yeah i i appreciate that as well i'm just like you know what i'm not reading christmas books for the angst you guys do yeah
1: there's no games they're like i'm into you i'm into you my dick in your butt roll roll, roll line (laughs) from from the book they're not subtle
0: they are not subtle. Um, yeah. It's like your butt's really nice. Let's do yeah, it. They're, <laughs> the yeah. They're, the is the thing um, that keeps happening to them.
1: Once you know the hallmark trope, kind of, because you know it's like there's obstacles to them getting together. In this case, there's obstacles to them breeding.
0: Yeah. There's obstacles to them breeding, and there's just general. We got to save the resort and uh, I don't have a job. And wait, wait a second. You're a reindeer shifter because that's the other thing is Byron's a human.
1: Um, yeah, that's say... the big thing.
0: I will say, okay, uh, this is an embarrassing confession, but I did read other books in this series. Um, <laughs> <'cause> I was <laughs> just so like baffled. Like I said, baffled that these exist. Uh, fascinated that it's a thing Um, yeah so I did read others in the series uh, they are all pretty similar same wavelength not all of them feature just human and reindeer shifter like one that I really like read the whole thing of featured mm-hmm. a different kind of deer shifter and it is very like uh Hilarious uh, like stereotypical A couple gets together And then decides to uh, run an Airbnb together I mean not quite an Airbnb But you know like just a and b In uh, the Scottish Countryside Um, It's pretty Yeah that's kind of the gist of all of these Books is uh, Let's be uh, gay and run resorts I guess Uh. Hmm (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't read all of them. I read two and a half. And it's very interesting that those two happen to be kind of similar in that way. Uh, Yeah, so... uh,
1: I would want to know if any of them give us a better explanation of what's biologically good.
0: uh, You know... I wonder if they just avoid that on purpose. Religious See, as... This.
1: <laughs> yeah. Honestly, though, as a writer, I would want to try to make sense of it.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I I get
1: that. If I end, if I end up writing an Prague book, this is why. I need to explain it to <laughs> Yes!
0: <laughs> I mean, I think... The amount of, like, weird movies that I watch, I can try and take some things without explanation. That was something in this book that I was like, okay, so, like, you guys, you two cis men, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess gender in this world is weird all the way around, since everybody can just get pregnant, or oh yeah. i guess just get pregnant
1: um, i don't goodness. know i guess
0: i'm gonna assume it's that way um so i don't know ginger's kind of weird in this world um it is yeah, they, they uh but,
1: but they're like both definitely male though because they make that oh, yeah. super clear
0: they make it very clear
1: um, like, you, see here's the thing Mark and I were lying in bed and I've been telling him about this the whole time <laughs> I've been prepping for this episode
0: great.
1: and I'm like Mark i I know that one of them's gonna get pregnant. I'm just hoping that it's the reindeer shifter because that's the only way I can wrap my head around it. I can just make it. Oh, that's part of his biology. Men, male reindeer shifters no. can get pregnant. But no, the what? human was impregnated.
0: The human was impregnated. Um, yeah, it's a real world, real weird world that these authors have built. Um, is- yeah kind of a joy in some ways and kind of just uh it fits very squarely in what the fuck did I just read?
1: Uh very much so. Uh
0: which yeah, once again, it just feels so strange to me that given this concept and I think this is a thing in a lot of like uh you know, paranormal fantasy, like romance stuff is that Sometimes the stranger the concept, the softer and sweeter the plot. Like, I I need to, like, make the graph of this.
1: Um, I did buy that. It's, it's like you don't want to overload the senses too much or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying that's 100% of the time, because there's definitely some stuff out there in the world that I'm like, mm, and not even I can get behind this. This one, surprisingly, <laughs> it had me. It really did. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, well, you know, let's let's believe in love for these these weirdos. Except, hey. how did this pregnancy work? <laughs>
1: how did yeah, it that,
0: work?
1: Yeah, that's my main thing. Like, where did the child just date, I and mean, what hole did it come out of? That's yes. all I wanna know
0: of was my thing because they're so vague during that birthing scene there is a birthing scene,
1: birthing and they not scene
0: anything.
1: it couldn't be more vague
0: it could it's like i do not know that i have ever read a birthing scene that was more vague like i know nobody wants to go into like the gory details of childbirth but like when it's an impreg book i need to know the weird details
1: yeah, I need the logistics. Crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah what is going on and i almost feel like it's like at this point in the book like it feels like a very like tongue-in-cheek choice you
1: know mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. we're
0: not even gonna tell you good luck
1: it's because um, i've gotten so far into the book that it's kind of like you did it right like
0: <laughs> yeah it, it just happens um yeah but yeah, it's like, other than, other than the male pregnancy, like, it's a fairly, like, benign, like, vanilla sort of book. Um, I
1: don't know. very horny, though. Like, every time yes. they see each other, they want to bank.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. There's the... no
1: banality to their relationship. <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, they... But they also like
1: each other. Yeah, they, they genuinely enjoy each other. Yeah. yeah. But they're very horny for, for each other, though. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, oh yes. Very much. The it's horniest. No, no
1: question. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I found it a little exhausting. It's like, man, I like to think I've got a pretty high libido, but boys. Chill for a minute. Just chill. Jeez, Can I catch your breath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I know that he has to go fix a toilet suddenly, but you're gonna be okay because that's what happens. Like, what this first scene when they're gonna get together is mm-hmm. like. suddenly Byron has to go fix one of the broken toilets on this resort that's falling down around them. Um, it's pretty good.
1: Oh, Literally, we do have to. Oh, yeah, the rules are literally falling apart. I think we do have to mention another key part of this particular story. Yeah. So, uh, Dasher can have, like, an internal conversation with his beast within? Yeah. Like, it has a separate mind. Like, he's two people in one body.
0: Yeah, so that is kind of one of those, uh... Yeah, weird shifter quotes, uh, quote, tropes, um, where, yeah, a lot of shifter books feature, like, shifter brain being different from, like, regular brain, um, which is always weird as well. Um, and yeah. there's a lot of debate on, uh, in the romance community, whether or not people like that. Like, it really is 50-50.
1: Um, it's and so weird. I said it's kind of weird, and mostly just because I feel like I don't know the animalistic part. When they're having conversations, it's just so direct and to the point that it's like, okay, we get it. You're an animal. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we we got it. You're a reindeer. Fine. You want to go eat some (laughs) lichen?
1: Yeah, you don't want to hear about how uh, fictionalized accounts of reindeer. You just don't want your uh, history to be rewritten or whitewashed. So Randu very much has that attitude towards them, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. is yeah. very. Yeah, like, I can't imagine having a, like, animal side of myself in my head and then, like,. Having it be so antagonistic, like all the time, and yet that's just like what shifter books seem to do. I'm just like, this sounds exhausting. Like, does it? I'm like, I could turn into a cat, but at what cost?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I wanted a cat too, though.
0: Right? Yeah. See, that's the thing. Is like house cat mm-hmm. life is the best. Um,
1: right. My my female cat is like two feet from me. She's been asleep all morning. Only moved, yawned once. Go off.
0: Yeah, yeah. My cat this morning sitting in my lap the whole time. Uh, yeah, I was finishing up the audiobook that I was listening to. Just having a day. Um, his normal time. His normal day.
1: The mm-hmm. thing just so easy. The only thing I wouldn't want to. Bed, like look myself so much. I'm not into having yeah, to yeah. clean my whole body with my tongue. That's kind of repulsive. Yeah, I that. yeah that was gross. Yes. I mean,
0: it's it's not like one of my cats is very good at it. He's just a problem animal. Mm. But I
1: understand.
0: You know. <laughs> I just
1: well, have no my orange Tom, you know. Has the cell? He's great, but it's so rare that he has the cell.
0: Yeah, he... I was gonna say, it's always the orange ones, isn't
1: it? I have two orange ones, of course. Well, oh, those females... no, I do. The females smart and not that not that wild, but my tomcat is. Uh, just... His name's Jonesy, after Ripley's cat and Alien, and he is just so. Sp- He's so dumb, bless him. He never buries his poop. He always, like, oh, scratches the wall next yeah, I mean. to you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then he just hops out. Like he, like, he buried it, but it's like, no, bro. You were just scratching the wall. That didn't yeah. do anything.
0: <laughs> so, like, if I, if I could shift into a cat, I just would not want to hear my inner cat at all. I would be a cat in that I wouldn't listen um, to my cat.
1: <laughs> right, my totally.
0: Uh, totally. But yeah, it's always just so, like, a reindeer is just like, whatever, I want to be a deer. Why aren't I running around outside? What is this?
1: Um yeah, it should be like, hey, here's a- the people worlds. You know, it in. I can't just shift right here. Sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: we we can't just run around. There's we're not native to here. I like how l- much they insist on like the idea that like reindeer not being native is the problem.
1: Yeah, I noticed that.
0: I it was just uh because like it's around Christmas time that this is happening. Yeah. Like many places uh rent out places with reindeer at Christmas time. I don't know. Um,
1: yeah, like the resort have just sprinted them guys. Like one of not Yeah,
0: yeah. Right around could, that, but all right. This could just be uh, that. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting. The and like reindeer brain. I don't know reindeer brain. That's just a good phrase. Sorry.
1: <laughs> it is. It is uh, reindeer brain.
0: Yeah, I'm just Oh I I have the hardest time sometimes with these books where I'm just like, this is wild, love it, give me more, but also what are you doing? And yeah, I think this is one of them. Also, like like I said, you get the male pregnancy real early on. So Aww. like so when we're in uh you know Christmas village and Dasher's still working himself to death, uh we meet his friend Snowy, who is a pregnant man deer. Deer man. Mm-hmm. Um hey, Man. Man, dear, deer man took our <laughs> deer man. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's uh he's pregnant, very pregnant, and is like Putting together his, like, kids' room and nesting, and you're just like, okay, like, we're jumping right in here. No yeah.
1: No
0: mistake about it, like, this is an impreg book. It's happening. Um,
1: it was the main event.
0: Yeah, it's, like, right up in the title, like, subtitle thing. Um,
1: yeah. The email out the gate. You're getting yeah. pregnant. Men.
0: <laughs> You're getting pregnant, reindeer men and other men. Yep, and they are ecstatic about it. Like that's the other thing in like romance novels and like the breeding tropes that I'm just like bizarre. I always feel bizarre about is like, Woo, an unplanned pregnancy. I'm so happy we get a baby, and I'm like, I don't know, y'all. One of you doesn't have a job. The other one works too much. What are you doing?
1: Right, as, as a firmly child-free person, anytime I see one of these and, or uh, you know, in a storyline where it's like that, where it's just this gift, and like it would be the whole opposite for me. I would be terrified.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I work with kids. I do not want a kid. <laughs> like, yeah. away from me. No. No, just uh, don't give them away from me. I love them. Just uh, I can't. I need my house. I need my space.
1: Yeah, I'm content to be an aunt from afar. Oh my gosh. Yeah you know, an aunt is:: the best I, uh... so, Yeah, I get to send my nieces and nephews, you know, cool gifts on their birthday and Christmas and fun cards and just, you know, only deal with the highlights of their life from across the country. I need some yeah. for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of tropes we're working with here that, um, it's just, it's just a wild book. I, I, I like, like I said, for something being so, like, soft, it's so weird. Oh.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very, like, I guess if this was like a super common type of book, I would say it was very by the numbers. Like y- you know off the gate pretty much what's going to happen, and it happens. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's not really yeah. any surprises. Um,
0: and have a baby.
1: But- yeah, I, I was going to say that when I before you explained the the whole probe concept of alphas and omegas. I had been highlighting every time I saw Alpha or Omega in my, um in my Kindle version and making margin notes like I wonder the words we mention use. I really using Alpha <laughs> Yeah
0: uh it's so weird because it's like I don't think it mentions anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't mention anywhere in the book. I mean, let me let me go through my Kindle and see. Uh, table of contents. Do we have like a foreword? No. No. Uh, no, it does not mention anywhere that it is an omegaverse.
1: So if which... you have no concept of this, you're like yeah. what in the Andrew Tate is this?
0: I was not expecting it to be one, so yeah. I it was a weird, it was a weird surprise for me too when I first read it. Um, but I also was just like, I don't think I really expected a uh, like that blatant of male pregnancy. Like sometimes pregnancy is just off page.
1: Yeah, but no, mm-hmm. no, they walk us through it as vaguely as possible.
0: They walk us through it as vaguely as possible, and, um, you know, we still get, like, pregnancy hormone shifter man, um, uh, which is, uh, yeah. I think, like I said, I like to look at these as, like, okay, this is clearly filling, like, a cultural niche, but, like, yeah. what does that mean for us? as a people, like, as people, what does it mean that, like, we have a whole series of, like, nine books, all about reindeer shifter men getting pregnant and falling in love, or falling in love and then getting pregnant, rather?
1: I think it means that some people are willing to accept anything as a form of entertainment. (laughs)
0: Uh, yeah, and you got me nailed. You got me nailed there.
1: (laughs) It's okay. It's, uh, it's not for everyone, but if you're willing to open your mind up to the concept of pregnant male reindeer shifters, you know, you can do anything.
0: Yeah, if, yeah, you can really just, the whole world is yours.
1: Yeah. I mean, my favorite movie from um, watching Attack of the Killer Objects has been Killer Condom. Oh, which... what? Have you seen Killer
0: Condom? No! I. Oh, Ellie. This is the thing. Ah.
1: So, it's got a fun history, too. So, it's design was done by H.R. Giger, the same man who... What? Are yep. Um, the killer condom was designed by H.R. Giger, so for those who don't know, that's the same um, man who designed the xenomorphs and Alien, pretty much the whole, like, aesthetic of that film. And, uh, yeah, and the movie is in German, but it takes place in New York City. And, uh, the it's star like, cop.
0: Many westerns being filmed in Italy.
1: And- yes. In and English. I was it has another layer. The male cop, the main character, is Italian. He's an Italian from Italy living in America, but speaking German. <laughs> because everyone's oh, speaking German. My
0: God.
1: So it's cool. amazing. And it was produced by Troma, the same people who did, you know, puns like, of Schlafly yeah. B movies, but famously talks as a Avenger yeah uh it's, yeah it's
0: interesting to have eager like working on a trauma
1: right it's, well i think it was originally i think um you know it was a, it's its own swing in germany but in america it was um distributed by trauma ah, okay. uh-huh. yeah so it's got an interesting pedigree for sure it's um the, the movement of the condoms are done in stop motion and they're all like practical effects. <laughs> it was yeah, it was done in nineteen ninety-five and it's got some problematic things to it kind of, but they also address that as it goes. So if the main character is gay, um, and he's, like, very out and proud, and some people, like, kind of say things derogatory towards him, but he's very strong about it, and, like, double may care, and he's never in danger because of that or anything, other than from the conduct.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So they'll, they'll bite your wiener off. Um, oh my but, God. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, that's how, like a many. it's sort of like a serial killer, it's like, there's been a lot of them, and just incidents all over New York of, like, being bitten off or maimed. Um, one woman found one in a trash can, and it bites her nose.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> mm, it's, gr- yes. it's It's great. There's also a character who's trans, but they kind of, um, portray them as confused. But, um, uh, that's the most problematic character, um, because you're just kind of like, I don't know, it was a weird time in cinema and humanity where people didn't really know how to handle that properly, unfortunately. Exactly. Um, so it's kind of a problematic character because, I don't know, you just have to watch it's it. But
0: real, like, playbook for it.
1: I wasn't, but so I would say that it's largely LGBTQ friendly. Uh, I ended up making like, the same. say, okay, I don't know, the main character's name is Luigi Macaroni. Uh, but
0: yes, so, if you are open to weird things. You can find entertainment in all of the places, in every corner of whatever dark niche in the world. If you're open to becoming a degenerate like we are, um, Mm -hmm. you can start with reindeer shifters. It's a good place to start.
1: Yeah, and then you can work your way towards killer condoms, whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah, you can work your way towards killer condoms. You can have reindeer shifters that get pregnant and are men. Uh, Yeah, I mean... The world is your falling-down resort, I guess.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the world would you have run-down Christmas resort.
0: Yeah. (sighs) I I just think about, like, that Bingo Day is the most popular day at this resort. Like, it just really uh, shows, like, who their target audience is at this point.
1: they the so yeah, totally. My favorite side character of all that is the one player um, who keeps using the same sheet for every, like, not every yeah. time he's there, it's not the same sheet, but, like, when he gets there, his first bingo sheet is the one he uses the whole time he's there that year. Yeah. And I just love that because everyone knows someone like that who's, like, a little superstitious.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's bingo people.
1: Bingo That's game. true. <laughs> I, I like that touch. That felt, that felt true to the bingo community.
0: <laughs> yeah, the bingo community is represented fairly here.
1: Mm-hmm, um, absolutely.
0: And <laughs> your brain may be antagonistic and rude, but the bingo community is going strong.
1: Absolutely. Um, <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I usually ask people uh, if they have any uh, favorite passages uh, that maybe you have, or parts you want to talk about.
1: Okay, so I was just thinking about how funny it was when Dasha first gets there and he doesn't know everything about Byron, besides the fact that he's like, it's neat. You've gotta find him and the you know the beast is all into it. But it's it's just the actual human's inner monologue when he sees him holding like these like discount thrift store find um type of decorations for the Christmas room.
0: Yeah,
1: the Christmas and, room. And as someone who ha- lives in a magical village where money's not really a problem. He um, right, looks down on him is like, oh no. This place must really be going to shit if he had to decorate it with this stuff. So judgmental, Dasher. Dasher? Goodness. Mean,
0: Dasher's, uh... He, is, he does start out a little classist, but... Little he, that... gets he gets there.
1: He gets there. But he I thought that the... was funny.
0: He finds the... Or people magic of Christmas? I don't know.
1: I think that I means he very literally already has the magic of Christmas, but I think he finds the magic of, hu- of human community.
0: Yeah, he does find the magic of the human community and also, like, he starts to like the place that the resort is. He wants this resort to work so bad at the end.
1: It's right he teaches that sweet Pudding class.
0: Oh yeah, the cooking class! The cook- Christmas pudding!
1: Yep. Was it figgy Pudding or was it just some kind of Christmas pudding?
0: I think it's just Christmas pudding that he uh, teaches that... Is that where Santa69 comes in? Like... Is he the one that taught him how to make the Christmas pudding? I don't know, one of the Santas. Oh,
1: no no no. <laughs> Yes, uh, Santa, I think it's like 45 who gave him the recipe, actually, but Santa oh, yeah. six, 69 is who delivers Byron a, oh, cr- a Christmas, a Christmas presents, present, yeah. which was just a pregnancy test.
0: Yeah, the crappiest Christmas gift ever.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: if, if somebody did that to me, I would think that they are insulting me.
1: Um. Honestly, honestly, though, like as a as a human male, I'd be like, um, might check what?
0: Yeah, what? Huh. Uh, but as a human omega male, maybe you would.
1: Be maybe just like, a oh, sure no.
0: Yeah, but also, maybe you should use protection if you're gonna, you're gonna be so surprised. That's
1: true. Like. Surely that's an option in one of these. Is there is there a condom for knots?
0: <laughs> exactly. That's what I I always wonder as well. Is like, can you use a condom or like just not have them knot you? Because usually know. in these things, like you got to be knotted to reproduce. Right. Um, is part of it. Like, yeah, I know the OmegaVerse world is wild. Uh. Maybe I'll just have to have you back on to read other Omegaverse books. You can uh, become an Omegaverse expert just to tell your husband that.
1: You um, know, I. That this is I, my new
0: I... qualification.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my has got another weird hat to put on top of all my other ones.
0: <laughs> I'm certified Omegaverse expert. Uh, you know
1: i've been I've been an expert of weirder things, I think, so it's all good, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it it is one of those things that uh, like to people who are not in like the smut universe of things, like the Omegaverse is like a cringy joke, which I totally get. I understand yeah. why it is looked at that way um like i said it it's one of those things where if the science behind it is not real it's all bad but you know sometimes you, know. you just find your entertainment in weird places like we said before uh, cuz like i said there's some of them that i think are really good and do a good societal critique and uh while also being smutty trash. And others, I think, are not as great. This one is, I think, in the fact that it doesn't make a huge deal. Because I think the ones that are really, like, weird are the ones that make it a big deal. Like, oh, he's an alpha. Um, I think those are the ones that, like, really just, uh... You either have to be making a point or... uh, it's a dumb book.
1: That's fair, because although they do mention Alpha, they actually mention Alpha way more than they mention Omega. Yeah. Because yeah. I was counting. <laughs> ah,
0: there you go. Yeah, I was
1: trying to keep in tally at one point. But yeah. yeah um, they, I,
0: they don't really set you up for success if you don't know Omegaverse, though. Because like I said, they don't mention don't. it. And that is also weird. weird, because even books that, like, mention it at the beginning usually have like a foreword that are like this is how this universe works this book just tosses you in the deep end
1: it does without a floaty yeah. or yeah. any kind of receptacle
0: i definitely <laughs> I almost, not a condom kind of for knots
1: uh <laughs> i was gonna say i definitely think so that it doesn't even though they mention it a lot, the very matter-of-fact about it, so it's not, like, being you over the head, necessarily.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that, like, it's not, like, like, the Omegaverse part, I think, only fits in when you're talking about male pregnancy. And I, I wonder if, like, that is all in preg books, because I'm gonna admit, this is the first preg book I've ever read because I usually kind of I'm iffy. I'm like is this gonna be is this gonna be offensive? Um is usually my feeling. It's like am I gonna be offended by this? I mean I can always stop reading a book if I don't like it but True It does make me angry or I'll like end up hate reading it just so I can write a bad review. Um, which (laughs) also happens because I can be mean we don't read books that I hate on here though so
1: uh, yeah that's
0: kind of my rule is I don't want to read something I don't enjoy in some way shape or form and I did enjoy this uh, and I can't really explain too much why um, other than I live in a world of trash and my brain is rotten.
1: <laughs> um, I can say, as someone who doesn't delve in this world really, that it was oddly compelling and entertaining. And yeah. um, a very quick read, too, my, I might add. You can sit in one afternoon and finish this. Mm-hmm. I was just busy, so it took me about a week. But that's just like reading like 20 minutes a day. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, it. the thing about a lot of these, um, and especially a lot of what I pick to read on here, is I try to pick short reads because I know not everybody has the time to uh, do a whole lot of reading like I do, because I'm untraditionally employed at the, first, <laughs> the current day. Uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, usually with these holiday specific ones. It is a short read because, you know, you're probably decorating your Christmas tree or um, just uh, having a quiet afternoon. Um, and Many books in
1: gingerbread. Yeah. Um,
0: there are gingerbread shifter books. I did not have us read any of those. I was sort of tempted by one. Um, But yes, speaking of shifter books There was a gingerbread shifter book That I did read
1: Um, So Like, into gingerbread cookie man?
0: Yeah, like he he shifts into A giant gingerbread cookie man
1: That is You know, just when you think you couldn't get the next level of bizarre There is
0: Oh, there always is Like (laughs) You know, I think the thing is, we like to point to uh, Chuck Dingle. Even like, I love Chuck Dingle. He's an American treasure, um, but he has not got the monopoly on weird smut at all. Like, if he doesn't.
1: But his titles probably win the cake.
0: Oh yeah, his titles and his covers are oh so good, and he's just a darling. <laughs> he's a darling right. man.
1: I had to explain who he was and the whole concept of him to my sister the other day when I was telling her about your podcast. And she must have laughed for five minutes straight. I think I made her gay telling her about Chuck Tingle.
0: (laughs) That's so good. I'm so glad um, to spread the good word of the fine buckaroo that he is.
1: I, I I I think the people who aren't like, on the internet the way a lot of our generation is um because my sister's 13 years older so she's gen oh, z yeah, i mean yeah. gen x yeah. sorry gen x um so she doesn't live on the internet in the way that i kind of do huh? yeah so I was it lives-
0: say, the way we do yeah they they definitely live a simpler life in some ways
1: yeah They're like this was just a completely Yeah, it was a completely alien concept to her, but she couldn't stop laughing. When, you know, I start just getting the title out, and she's like, wait, wait. Butt-pounded by the sentient remorse of blah, blah,
0: blah. (laughs) Pounded in the butt by my own butt? What?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the titles are fantastic. Bless you, Chuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah, bless you, Chuck. And everybody really writing in this genre has made my life so much less miserable over the past 3 years just like this whole pandemic I think I would not make it without my my trash reads um
1: maybe i should have done that instead of what i started doing which was going deeper into cuz normally my no- my reading is very erratic unlike my film watching which is a little more i don't know focused but i started reading more harder novels this past oh, year
0: yeah That's that's not a bad choice, but it
1: can be. I I was reading one uh, called The Slob by Aaron Beauregard, and I was literally, Mark looked over at me, and I was in this, like, frozen terror position, and he's like, what are you reading? I'm like, like, oh, a full-on torture scene's happening, no big deal. No big deal.
0: It's just over- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think, I think you know, it's maybe we put picked two different genres on the messed upness scale, and I just happened to pick the one that ostensibly is is softer. <laughs>
1: sh- uh, I should have gone a softer route, I think, because I was yeah, so I was pretty pretty like, ooh, route. yeah. Apparently, the author that I picked writes some really gory shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sucked I uh I had my husband read The Fireman for the first time this year and he was like, Was this written during the pandemic? I was like, No, He was like, It's got big pandemic vibes. I was like, I know, isn't that crazy? Um which is a good one it- by Joe Hill.
1: Yeah, no, I I love Joe Hill. Um yeah, the, the, that one's so the dope. It is. I think I think you know what? Oddly, Christmas related. Uh, I think Las Ferratu is my favorite of his.
0: Oh, see, I don't think I've, I've, uh, I know there's a show. I haven't read that one. I don't think, but yeah, I do like it. I do like his stuff. I, I like horror stuff. I just, like I said, it's since this pandemic, I've been, I've been in my smut world, um, happily in my little corner, reading my smut. Um, trying not to freak out. Um, yeah, it's been all right. It's been all right <laughs> mostly. I did. Uh, yeah, I did get COVID, and it was not fun. But the worst part was what happened afterwards. My eyes got freaked out. So, uh, if y'all uh, get this most recent variant of COVID and your eyes start freaking out, uh, go straight to the ophthalmologist. Apparently, um.
1: Uh, Oh, wonderful! Um, I yes. got last year around October's stream, whatever last year October's stream was. I had that one. It wasn't too bad. I was in bed feeling yucky for like a day, and then I was fine.
0: Yeah. So you know, it's kind of hidden me. It sheltered me during this trying time, and like. You know, I've been in and out of reading romance since I was like 20, so it's not, it's not a new genre, like things this smutty, I guess, are. I used to just read like straight up historical stuff, um, which I still love, Um, but it's different.
1: Um, There's a lot of different then,
0: things.
1: Even though I, I say that I've never read uh, a romance, but I guess I technically read a romance series. So- um, fiction. I think it was called, like, The Lux, maybe? Or something like that? But it was, it took, it took, it took place in, like, New York during the Wild West era. So, like, New York was settled, but everything else was still Wild Westy. and it was about, you know, like, an aristocratic woman in love with, like, a stable boy, or something. And it was their, their great love and trying to escape, and it was, actually, oh, yeah. it was actually, it was actually pretty great now that I think about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I love historical romance, but I also love the weird stuff. Uh, you can't get me away from the weird stuff, is the problem.
1: I feel you. I, I like the weird. The weird calls to me. And yeah. that's fine.
0: Yeah, that's fine. You... There's so many uh, more books in this uh, reindeer shifter series for you than.
1: Oh boy. For
0: uh, every reindeer.
1: Well, so the I other got... one I read
0: was Rudolph. Um, oh.
1: Okay. I read the first
0: one and the last one. And they're both about two gay guys getting pregnant and running a Airbnb. Which I feel like is the most stereotype weirdness that you can have with this weirdness, like,
1: well, I don't know. I mean, do I know a gay married couple that run an air booth? Yes, I do. Exactly. Yes, I do. Yes,
0: you do. Yes, you do. Everybody does, I think. Maybe. Not, Not
1: everybody. If, but. if you have girlfriends, there's like a good chance.
0: Yeah, but if yeah, you exactly. only
1: know like one gay person, then maybe not.
0: <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Uh,
1: How sheltered is your life? Is really the the question to ask there. <laughs> yeah.
0: How sheltered is your life? Maybe you know a gay with an Airbnb.
1: Um, no, it's like uh, like uh, you know, like we've the uh the serials to warn you about yeah. things.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, being gay is just a gateway to B and B ownership. That's <laughs> that's all there is to it.
1: And worry, really, that's just an uh, indictment of capitalism. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh.
0: but yeah. I am glad that uh you didn't absolutely hate this and uh now hate me forever for making you read uh gay reindeer shifter
1: no, I enjoyed myself. This was delightful than anything I normally do. Um in the best way.
0: <laughs> Good. That's what I like to hear. Uh yeah. Thanks so, so much uh, for having me on. <laughs> yeah. So next week, um, I have a couple of people who might actually uh hate me for what I have them read. Um I have my <laughs> co host from the Swamp Flicks podcast coming to read uh, the book Monster Pucker which is a monster hockey romance um, because hockey romances are big right now so yeah, uh, check us out for that and uh, thank you for listening today to us talk about how entertainment is weird and um, there's a chance of uh, male Omegas being pregnant. I I don't know.
1: Well, I hope weird. you learned
0: something that you regret knowing.
1: Uh, okay. Absolutely. There's a weird romance for everyone. Go find yours. So
0: a <laughs> weird romance for everyone.
1: Bye. Bye.